You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 220 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. What you been up to? I was just thinking about something. I'm sorry. It threw me off for a minute. Oh, dear. Okay. What's up? But I went into your bathroom. Yeah. And I'm on a new uh, multivitamin. Yeah. And my, my piss. Was it bright yellow? Bright yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is... I pride myself on being a good pisser when <laughs> yeah. I go to people's house, not on the floor, not here, sure, not there. Sure, not. we appreciate that. But what I'm saying is, you know it's not me if you if you see speckles. If you of, don't see it. If you don't see bright yellow speckles, uh-huh. you know it's not me. You know what? I, I worked for two multivitamin companies in my life, and they used to try to get us to take their products so we could be healthy, you know, because work stuff or whatever. Do they put that in there? No, the no yellow. No, it's no, no. It's just a, it's just the uh, nutrients in there. Mine was a freaking. It was like it glowed like a reanimator, that like the reanimator stuff. Right, bright orange or, it, it, or bright, bright green. green. It was yeah. amazingly like. Uh, it was weird because a couple times I'd like forget to flush and people like, what is going on with your piss yeah and it was like, like dude you need to go see a doctor about that it's like no it's okay. no i'm seeing I'm a taking doctor these, uh, wonderful uh, uh multivitamins you should all be on yeah because and let me listen i have a little uh i have a little spill for you right now if you don't mind i'll yeah. i'll you can you can not only eat them yourselves but you can sell them as well but do you think that they put a little bit of that in there like ye- uh, yellow number five or something so it's like oh yeah when they isn't that bad for you man i don't know I don't when, know. When, I don't you, know when you piss, they're going to get that, and they're going to go, "Wow, this is really working for me." Because <laughs> these vitamins aren't fucking working for me. Really, what I'm trying to say. No, they're not. Why? What? Don't you have as much no, young I mean, vitality? They, they oh, are, oh they that are, was a hippo. Hip, yeah, it was. A, it was kind of a joke, but they are working <laughs> for me. I feel really good. You're looking good. But I kind of wonder. You look great. Oh, thanks. We both look pretty good. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, but there's so much handsomeness in this room right now that we, we can barely contain it. But do you think they do that with vitamins? <laughs> I am, to be honest with you, I have no idea. I just always assumed that was a, a byproduct of the uh, whatever uh, of the whatever. Anyways, this episode, I, you know, I'm pretty pumped about this episode. Me too. Uh, first of all, we're going to be talking about "Fighting the World," an album by Manowar. From 1987, and I have got a lot to say about this. You know what? And I'll I'll save it. Save it. But but, but so, for some reason, I never really got into Manowar when I was a kid for one reason or another. It it, it was on MTV. That was the one time you ever saw Manowar was 19 what 88. Yeah, or something like that on Headbangers Ball. And probably. those kids in the video look just like everyone that I was hanging <laughs> yes. out with. And this guy are you are you saying, talking about the kid hey, on video? I call the MTV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, sure. Blow your speakers. That was a rock great and one. roll, and that was that time. I remember watching that video, and it reminded me of when I was a kid, staying up late to watch, uh, like, uh, what's his uh, Monster Vision with by, with Joe Bob Briggs and all in USA Up All Night, because right. that's how everybody looked, and we all got in one guy's basement. 
with our mullets and we were wearing our striped shirts, our, our you know, our oh, parallel. Yeah. The quiet you know, riot. Exactly. Yeah, the Kevin DeBrow. And well, yeah, and it was just no, and, and this this album brought me back. So I'm pretty pumped to talk about it. Because like I said, this is like the first time I've really sat down and listened to him, which Very is excellent. shameful, which is shameful. Second, we're gonna be talking about uh, a trauma classic, class of Nukem High, part two, subhumanoid meltdown from nineteen ninety one. Right. That's uh we could have gone with with uh the reason we went with part two instead of part one is because right when I was kind of thinking about what movie to do for the next episode, I watched part one just out of, just for no reason. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen part two. So that's why it got on the list. That, and have uh, we ever done a part two ever? I have, well, I'm sure we have. Some Somebody out there, go back and see if we've ever done a part two. It, yeah, it's all it's all on the, the corp, corpsecollective.com. And if you go to past shows, it's all there. I mean, I could do it very easily. But How I'm, many episodes are oh, on didn't we do? Didn't we do rec two? We did rec two. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so you know, douche that from your list. I'm not. Uh, yeah, you don't. You don't have to do that. Whoever's out there hunting. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to do that anymore. So I'd like but. to see if you know which uh, every episode we've done that's a number number two. Oh, because that's the only one I can think of. Because be- <laughs> if there's any episodes out there that's that we've done that are number twos, you can tell us, and that would be fantastic. Yeah. All right. I got a lot to talk about. I've got a lot Let's to talk about for it. the intro. We got a lot of stuff going on. Guess what we just put up on premium? Oh. We put Russ Myers up from 1976 with a Shane Diablo bubble bath intro. That's right. So, like I said, we're gonna last episode we're gonna be doing a lot of Friday night movies. And this happens to be this week's. You know what? We we're gonna do it on off weeks, but whatever. We'll just do it on podcast weeks. I'll do mine in two weeks. Uh, I haven't chosen next next week's. If you guys wanna like give us some ideas. It has to be, it has to be iffy on the copyright. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be. But didn't uh, you say you had like a cavalcade of? Yeah, I do. I do. Right. But what I'm saying is, I want. I want the people. I want so the, you can. So they can say, hey, what about this one? Yeah, and if they do, and it's like a really old one, or not like old, like I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. We're playing kind of fast and loose with the rules, even though that I got a hard drive from Dale, and all those oh, movies boy. that he was putting up on on uh, Zombie TV. Right. And uh, there's a ton of movies on there and I'm just going to use those unless somebody wants, you know, gives us another one, I'll figure out how to do it. But you they may request a movie and you have it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I probably do one where like I said it can't be it can't be super new but it'll be great. But no, I I I You can't say The Shape of Water, the Academy Award winning movie. Not, if, not even 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 if they did, we could put it up there and probably be all right. But right. but we're not going to take the We're time. not going to do that. How about you know, Guillermo want... del Toro getting a uh, An the Oscar, Oscar for right? the best picture? That's fantastic. That is amazing. And also... And how about Get Out Guy? Got the, what, the best uh, screenplay? Jordan that's Peele. Some, that's some horror movie stuff. You there. know what's great? Jordan Peele, I mean, has I've loved him since he did Key and Peele, and I've seen all those stuffs right. for years and years, and then he came out with this movie, and I was a little hesitant to watch it in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Loved it. But I, when I watched it, I was like, this is great. Yeah. This is a great movie, and, and pumped for him. Um Let's see. I think that's all like the real business I have. I did want to mention I went and saw Exodus in Municipal Waste. Oh boy. It was super duper good. It was like, I mean Did they get, how was how was uh the old Zed man, the uh, Steve Sousa on the on the vocal? Was oh he, no no no. You know what's funny? Is he did they sounded do the toxic great. waltz? No, no, uh, no. They no, thank goodness, because that's the only song that I loathe by them. Did they do uh uh they had another one? No, they they did they they, they, they have another uh Right after Toxic Walls, the next album, they had another one. They're like, well, that worked well. <laughs> and it was called the uh, 
the dan- I can't anywho were well, they were they good yeah they were really good and and they did because we talked about what their blood in blood out album yeah and they did they did a, they did a song or two Gary Holt with them Gary I don't know who Gary Holt is the guitar player yes he was, was for the Slayer, Slayer. Yeah. yeah he was there yeah you know what he was then great you, let me tell you something what? you got a good show no it was a great show stamp of that is the that is the main dude of Exodus no. Gary Holt. Really? Yes. He I, is He is Exodus. No so kidding. So you got to yeah, see him. He was him. there. How about that? You know, Municipal Weights was really great, too. Um, what We only did them a couple of, couple of mm-hmm. uh, episodes ago, too. So I feel like they're, you know, good enough to talk about. Third wave of thrash. Uh, crossover thrash. Crossover thrash, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, it, was on a, it was on a school night. So I had to bolt a little early. But I know I, I knew a lot of people there that got to hang out with them afterwards. And it's like. That's a bummer, but I would have been, been worthless at work the next day, and I got to I, have my priorities. I met Exodus, and they are fun fellows, but I met them back when I was a young man, yeah. and I saw them on the Headbangers tour just, with Halloween, oh my God. Exodus, and Anthrax, and they were fun. They were great guys, and they just come right out of the tour bus, and they want to hang out and have a fun time, so I do not doubt your friend saying we got to hang out with exodus because that's what they do you know what's funny is saxon's coming pretty soon too with I'm slayer gonna go. with slayer right slayer is that what, no, no, i can't remember i know slayer's coming uh later on They're, i'd like to see saxon again you know i'd go see saxon remember when they opened up for motorhead that was amazing i loved it and but i have my kind of issues with them because i'm kind of thinking are they christian <laughs> yeah they they do a lot of christian stuff that kind of scares me it's all like, you like striper you like striper i do like so, you striper know what? get but over it i just it's like ugh. <laughs> oh come know. on i get i get i i want i like my my christian rock totally know, right christian. there right totally there in christian. front of my eyes you like grave robber and striper Ooh, who? Remember, Robert? we've done Grave Robber twice on the show, I feel like. Oh, that's oh, the, right. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. horror punk the, band where they dress in the blood of Christ because... Oh, they, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm all right with that, man. That's great. Good for them. I just like it right in front. I Don't don't sneak it by me. Mm-hmm. With Don't get me headbanging, you know, <laughs> and, and all, all night long. You know, so you're being ins- inspirational. And, it's like, and then oh. all of a sudden, they, I'm... You know, I'm getting uh, <laughs> baptized or something. No, you, you have to you have to be immersed in water. So there they you say, go. By the way, you are baptized <laughs> in your own sweat tonight. You know what? One time I got baptized in salt water when I saw a band called Fractal Method at Club Stars back in like 1995, 4, 3, 93. My God, Fractal Method. Yeah. Do you remember those guys? Yeah, I do. Oh my gosh. They were like... Here it is to purify you for it is made. It was Mayday. It was like yeah, they, they, that. That was the great thing about all those bands because yeah. they were all. Mormon kids. <laughs> well, are they, are well, they from mean, here? Are they oh, yeah. from here? Fractal, I didn't know that. Fractal Methods that. from here. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know. Makes Dude, sense. They, yeah, they were, they were the, playing with the, Stone Pony. Stone Pony, my cousin was in that band. No kidding. I remember that. And it was fun. We, and I liked it because they had a bunch of like little TVs. And it was back in the day, so they were the little tube TVs. Yeah. And they were showing like pictures of the devil putting using a naked lady on all fours is like to, to, as a table to eat their food and so it was crazy i was like oh my gosh sam this is crazy you know it was wild. great rock and roll it yeah. was fun it was it was a lot of fun they're good i probably i saw them one other time after that but i didn't did you see the stench and did you see i don't remember uh, the stench bad yodelers no i don't think i did that doesn't ring a bell um idaho syndrome that rings a bell but i don't know if i saw listen this has been so many years ago yeah I, and i've seen so many especially like local shitty bands over the over the years yeah, fractal like, method. That's that's. I'm that's a, I'm so, that's, that's a, the first time I knew they were from here. How yeah, about that? Oh, yeah. that's great. That's great news. Uh, okay, so 
Uh, no, let's see. Where are we at? Where are we on time? I don't care. Real quick. Right. Last weekend, there's the Heavy Metal Bowling Club, which right now I'm wearing their patch. The Heavy Metal Bowling Club. We do a, uh, we right. do a, we do a pub crawl every single year. Okay. Last year, we, you know, what we do is we get a, we get a, uh, what do you call it, a shopping cart and we dress it all up. Last year, we made it to a, an altar and we sacrificed a, a virgin. But, all right. Yes. But there's no way that. that the lady on there was a virgin. So we called her a butt virgin and she's like, not, not, no, no, no. Just, let's just pretend. This is pretense. Walked around as black metal guys all day. Well, last Saturday, we all dressed up as wrestlers. Right. And there were, you know, there were a few people who dressed up as actual wrestlers, but most of them just kind of had wrestling gear on or whatever. Now, we talked about that. What did you dress? I dressed up as Mankind. All right. I had the shirt so and the tie. Do you have a picture of that? Oh, I've got five billion pictures okay, of that. I'll show you. I'll show I'd you like right. to see it. But, uh, okay, so the thing is about Mankind, and I'm just saying, if you dress up like him, this is what happened to me. We'd go to all these different bars and hang out, whatever. There were people outside, and like two times, people were like, mankind. oh, man, do you know how much I love Mankind? And one That's guy was I'm even saying, about. Mick Foley changed my life and all this stuff. I'm like, man, I don't know crap about wrestling. I really don't. Did you go back and watch the the no. the, the wrestling match of, of Doom with him and Undertaker? No, I the, never in saw the, it. In the cage of death? No, maybe I should, but I didn't. So, But the thing is, so everybody's expecting oh this big goodness. thing that whatever. I'm like, man, all I know is he looked cool. And that's whatever. Anyway, fair warning. I forgot one thing. We've got one thing in the intro before we get into voicemails. All right. Do me a favor, Shane. Reach under your table or your couch there. Oh, my God. And there's a box, and we need to talk about the box. Dick in the box? What do you ask? I'm a fat guy. Do I got... Hold on a minute. Oh, all right, all right. What are you talking about? Reach under my seat. Reach under... He's reaching under his seat, folks. Oh, he's, go he's going all the way down. God damn it. Yeah, he's... Uh... Do you get it? I got it. All right. We got a, we got a, we got a little present, you and me. Oh you take it. Why don't you? No. Why don't you open it up? Why don't you open it up and why don't you read the letter that's that's with if it? There, if there's any acid in this, nope. There's nothing. What is it? Do we look at the present first? No. Look at the look at the uh, look. At, yeah. Read that. All right. And by the way, and guess who it's from? It says it at the bottom. <laughs> oh boy, just Julia. Here we go. Dear Mike and Shane, I'm so glad we are we we all found our way back to each other right Aww. the corpse cast really does feel like family oh you're gonna make me cry <laughs> thanks to you enclosed is combo welcome back and shameless plug for me to you i hope you enjoy it i know it's not in corpse cast wheelhouse <laughs> but it's something i was a part of and want to share Here's to all of you, all of us meeting up someday and soon. All right. So there's a couple of presents in there. All right. I hate getting presents. No, you love it. Everyone loves it. All right. So here's mine. And there's yours. All Let's right. open it on one, two, two three. three. So what it is, whoa, 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 there's stuff, oh, there's, there's stuff in here. Oh, drop it. Basically, if you guys don't know, Julia Leewald, along with her husband, Eric Leewald, wrote a book. Um, it right. looks like it's, it looks like it, it doesn't have Julia on here. It just has Eric. 
one of the premier writer-producers in youth-oriented and animated television with over 500 produced credits. I didn't know Julia in... Uh, and her husband were so famous. I did not know that. I knew that. I knew that they were kind of famous. I didn't know that. But no, no, no. they have. Uh, there's a. There's a great. It's a great hardbound book. Previously on X Men, there's a whole page. The making of an animated series. And let's take. Oh, let's, let's look at. Oh, there's pictures and there's words, and there's book. I am liking this. And there's bookmarks already in it. What? Oh, like maybe they're maybe oh, they're yeah. important. Oh, oh, there she is. Series Julia, series runner on two episodes, help on 74 more. What a beautiful wow. lady. That is, this is fantastic. Oh, thanks, Julia. Julia, you are amazing. And I've <laughs> always said this from day one. Oh, Haven't no, no, I said no, this? No, no, The thing is, is yeah, you have said it and it's amazing. And thank you so much because these are, this is like a this is nice. super nice book too. Anyways, go check that out. Julia is the best person in the world. I assume her, to, to be married to her, you have to be a good dude if, if you're her husband, Eric. Whoop, there she is. Aww. <laughs> Aww. All right, so why don't we do this? Why don't we Awesome, do thank no, you. That, yeah, that's awesome. Question of the episode recap before we get into some voicemails. When has a horror movie had a personal impact on you, whether it was good, bad, or whatever? Whether it's the subject matter or the context in which you watched it, Call it in on the bone phone, and some of you did. So why don't we start right now? All right, the first voicemail we've got is from Mikey Troma Trash. Hey, there we go. And it's Mikey Troma Trash from the UK. Uh, hi to the new kid, Ricky, as well. Hey. Um, I want to say before I answer the new question kid. of the episode, um, rest in peace to GP. It was always fun hearing him rant Absolutely. on past episodes. Sure. A happy belated birthday to Shane. And yeah, let's get into it. Um, the question that you asked two episodes ago: favorite movie since the end of voicemails. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. gonna agree with everybody and say it 2017. I really liked it. Uh, a great take yes, on a new ad- adaptation of the source material. Though I was it's pissed available. off that they changed a few things, such as Mike and Ben's like places are switched. That's uh, why I don't, don't ever read Mike's fear from the book. So and don't get all mad. Also, they changed Rich's fear as well. Another move that I really enjoyed was The Void. Oh, that one was awesome. Actually, kind of tale. Great I'm surprised. Effects. And a YouTube uh, fan-made movie called Never Hike Alone, which is a, a fan movie um, about Friday the 13th. What is a it again? I'm asking Really him. good, well-put-together one. Um, I'll listen to it again because I want to It's kind of found footage, and there's an awesome cameo by Tom Matthews at the end. Oh, cool. Playing Tommy Jarvis again. So, yeah, really, really good. Go check it awesome. out. Awesome. I haven't thought of an answer for this question of the episode which was when as horror had um, a personal impact so i'm gonna get to that on the next voicemail we're, t- um, we're, keep, next we're holding episode. you to that ideas of what you can call your basement area oh yeah either the morgue the mortuary or something like the abyss something cold oh, and dark call it the stank. so that's all for me guys and until next time the morgue take it easy guys see ya the morgue's not i don't get i don't mind the morgue because yeah. we're the corpse cast we're the corpse Collective. What about the stank hole? Corpse Collective. Well, no, because I'm not going to lie to you. It hasn't been that stinky yet. Right, but it will. Even though I did eat chili today for dinner. <laughs> I did, so we'll see how that goes. But whatever. Hey, thanks for calling in, Mikey. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to have to re-listen to that and check out that YouTube because that one looks good. Where did his nickname come from? It's funny. I, You know, I don't know. He, I, he, I, He's probably one of those dudes that gave him his own nickname. <laughs> like he's T-Bone. probably a fan of the trauma trash. And you know what's trauma, funny trauma is we're talking about a trauma film tonight. Right. So I'm pumped for that. 
Uh, let's see. I, okay, never and, I almost, and I, I almost went And I say it. hello to the UK and Mikey. Doesn't he sound very distinguished? They yeah, all do. He, but he, then, but then you look at him elegant. and whatever, and you're just like... And he's a dirty... <laughs> that dirty guy's looking, a dirty old creepy, bastard. Creepy weirdo. <laughs> that limey. That limey cunt. I didn't say it. You he, can't say that got, word. He's got those... Uh, he does he does these Instagrammy videos. Yeah. That are like three seconds, but it's just the uh the the DVD intro to a movie. Yeah. So you just see a flash that keeps flashing back and forth, <laughs> flashing, flash. And I just say, You dirty bastard you. That's what no. I say to myself. Yeah. I say, You dirty bastard. You have to speak in a monkey trauma trash. You dirty bastard you. That's what I That's say. That's not bad. All right, so we have Alan calling in. Alan. Hey, this is Alan, just giving you a call to answer the question of the episode. Uh, I'm going to have to stretch the <laughs> meaning of a horror movie because my choice is going to be Godzilla. Oh, no, that's fine. That I'll works. I'll say the first one. Uh, Godzilla really? was a show Perry, or a movie that uh, Perry Mason. me and my dad used to love. I would stay at home on Sundays and watch. Pause it. Oh. You want to know what? You want to know what's funny? Is this is, the first pause of the of the episode? No, uh, no, no. I paused last week. Uh, that's right. I remember that now. But the thing is, is you know what's so funny about that? Like the memories you have with your parents as a kids and stuff like that. You know what I'm hoping to do? I'm hoping to cultivate those with my children. Right. Do you know what I did? I edited Friday the Thirteenth. Well, you're telling me about this. I edited uh, for Friday the Thirteenth. How do we feel about that, Ritzy? Well, I, my my son's 11 years old. Did you leave the titties in? At no, least? no, no, no titties. What about the gore? No, I left all the violence in. No, okay, no so swears the, and no boobies. So, like uh, uh, the American Kev, way. Kevin, uh, what's his name? Kevin, right. Kevin uh, Footloose. Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin So it protrudes through his chest. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, no, no, let's put it this way. But those way. juicy titties that are laying on top of them. I feel hey, like my kids get... aren't going to have a natural predilection to go kill. However, I do feel like they're going to have a natural predilection. To get a boner? To get a boner. And I don't want... I mean, listen, they're going to do it. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. But I'm not going to be the one that sent them on the wrong path. How's sent that? them on the wrong... You know, so... But I'm hoping that with this stuff, we have that connection. So when he's old... He'll be like, my dad. Son, don't you remember yeah. when Kevin Footloose took that, that uh, spear <laughs> through the chest? And I'm like, son, how, like, could yeah, dad, how could I forget? Yeah, dad. I wish I could have saw those hot titties that were laying on top of him. No, he you, won't even know they'll have boobs until he gets way older. those out. You know what? I'm going to make it so seamless. It's all been so He's seamless. He's probably already looked at some. Yeah, but oh, you yeah. know what? But I did, I Does he got a cell phone? It. No, he does not have a cell phone. He's but 11 plus. He's, He's like always with either me or his mom. Yeah. True. No, that's true. But you know what? I feel like they're still kind of too young. Ten and eleven. No. Still kind of too. Yeah. Young. You know, they're on the cusp. Unless they're hardcore into religion. I'm saying like they are. I'm. I'm yeah, saying. Well, I'm, say, I'm saying on the cusp there. Do you, you know, know what's funny I, I too? By the way, I wasn't a fan of getting my kid a cell phone at eleven ish. You know, ten eleven. No, I won't get him. When a the cell kid phone. starts saying, "Yeah, I'm kind of a weirdo at school. I don't have a cell phone." <laughs> then I go, "All right, we'll get you a cell phone." And I worried about the same things. Sure. God, are you going to look at some guy getting his head sawed off? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like those real ones. But you know what I find is if they're not creepy down. already, if they're not creepy at yeah. two, three, yeah. four, five <laughs> years old, and you know they are. Yeah. If your kid is creepy, <laughs> it's creepy at two, three, four, or five. Trust you, me. You now. know what? I'm also going to say one bring, thing, too. If they're my normal. My son. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. If they, I'm just saying if they're normal, if they're just a regular kid, they're going to be fine. Yeah, my, my kids are normalish. Yeah. They're normal I, enough. As long as they're not bringing in dead animals randomly. Not yet. Not yet. We'll wait and see. Because I do what play, happened I do to the play a lot of Friday the 13th, the game with this same son. You know what sucks, though? 
is he watches that and he'll watch like video game trailers because you know what kids these days they watch pe- other people playing video games on the YouTubes. So that yeah, they can beat it. And YouTubes. It's, and it's funny because because of those, he already knows the end of Friday the Thirteenth. He already told me that that uh, that the mom is the killer in number one and this and that. And I'm like, he already knows Roy's part five, and it's like what. See, there's the there's yeah. the there's the joy lost. Yeah, I'm just say that's and in Friday you. the Thirteenth one, you're like, wait a minute, yeah, what? Yeah. That that was a that was that was it. That was a spoiler. That's and what then, I'm saying. Then you got now the, everyone knows. Then you got the Ajante at the end when she was in the boat, right? And he already knows all about it because because he's seen all that stuff. Oh right. well, whatever. Sorry, Alan. And uh, since he has passed on, it has become. Oh, I still love him, and I still watch. The movies, but now it means a little bit something extra. All right, thanks, Good. guys. Talk to you later. Yeah, see that. Bye. See that was a that was a very tender moment for him. I'm hoping when I when I'm dead and gone, that they'll speak. Yeah, like highly of me and my horror stuff or whatever. You can <laughs> hope so. Yeah, and I just hope they don't listen to any of these episodes after I'm gone <laughs> or whatever because this will be filthy. That's what you do is you hope that they do listen to it and they go, God damn, Dad was a son of a bitch. <laughs> I love him. Filthy son, of, son a of a bitch. I really like Godzilla as, as well. No, I do like, too. I love all the like kaiju stuff. It's funny because when they were a little bit and younger, Pacific I used Rooms. to do that with them. I used to watch all the old like, I mean, not totally old, but like, I mean, I never watched the fifties one, the original one with them, but a lot of those old, especially the ones where they're like destroy all monsters and where there's like eighteen kaiju and <laughs> or whatever, you know, stuff like that. It, it's I think it's pretty good. There's stuff. the uh, Shin Godzilla they made too, where it's like the newer retelling of the old, not retelling, but like, like how new. A year ago, it came out. It's basically like the old style, but new. I have not, I've not Godzilla. even heard of that. I haven't even heard of that. Yeah. All right. We got. Uh, oh, we got uh, David. Remember David from David Ace's Faces? Da- yes, oh, I yeah. do. He called in. Here he is. Hey man, this message is from Mike at Corpse Cast and Shane and Ricky. Question concerning what horror movies actually done something bad to you mentally or whatever uh, <laughs> I feel like there should be snappy. Serbian film I mean holy shit Serbian film. I'm a big Michael Myers fan I have Michael Myers tattoos I have haunted house I have I make mass David Ace's faces yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't so, know how you do that it's <laughs> magic um uh, it's oh. trauma, of course uh anyways yeah Serbian film is by far the worst goddamn horror movie I've ever seen I in my hate entire it. life. And Serbian actually jacked me up for two weeks to the point where I didn't want to be around anybody, didn't want to eat, etc. No um, way, that's it. The baby scene, and then the scene yeah. at the end with the son, uh, holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Serbian film is going to be That was like bad in a and, few uh, different ways. I don't see it, I never saw like, it. Uh, Wait, Chainsaw what is it Master called? A Serbian film. I've never seen it. And haven't seen this movie. So it's bad. Even Take though, it as you want, Mike. Enjoy yeah. yourself, Love yeah, you guys. Corpse cast. Peace out. Thanks, David. Even though Jen will watch and she'll be like, "Oh, that was nothing." Like I showed her Cannibal Holocaust and I showed her Sallow or 120 Days in Sodom. She was like, "Oh, that was no no big deal." She's like, "You're psychotic." I just don't want to see it. No, no, okay? you know I don't want to see is, a man rape this, a baby. I feel I like see that. I mean, so the the director's like, "Well, I'm talking about the wars and the atrocities. This is all about that." Um, no, this is about some sick ass shit. That is going for shock value, and part of part of me was just like, "Oh, this is so stupid." But the other part of me was like, "I hate this." Movie. See, I think the weird thing about me is that when it's a foreign film, it you can almost equate it to being. I'm fine with everything being fake and going, "Oh, look at this! There, right. a baby was sawed in half with a with chainsaw." No, not that's but not even nearly as bad as it is. When it is a foreign film, you're like, 
was that a real baby? <laughs> and that that's where things start. To, the line blurs. And then you're like. Because who knows, especially those Eastern Europeans. Whoever's doing the special effects for that, was that a real baby or no? And I can't get into that. So you get some German film where they're going, I should get the baby out well, here. That's because and the guy's going to have, I say no. Listen, have you have you you've seen have you seen Necromantic one two and like the Totus King? I've Any seen Jordan whatever Butt, right? ones that we've had to watch. So no, I don't. I don't. Oh, I, I may have watched it with you and Sam. Yeah, you did one and two. Yeah, I think we did one. And, and I two. think I watched the first one. No, nasty. What was that one where the guy actually went to court? Because um, oh, that's uh, no, that's uh, Ruggiero Di- Diodato with uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Right. He, he had to bring like the actors the, that, right. that the supposedly that got, got killed, uh, murdered. Yeah, yeah, like staked or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's damn good though. No, that, that, yeah. like, you're doing your job if that's the right. case. They're like, show us how you did this. So we think you really killed this lady. Yeah, <laughs> which is what, which yeah is is. And I guess he also though I was reading into it a little bit one time. It was uh, the actress that did it. They, they like kept her hidden in secret. Um, oh yeah, for the, until the movie yeah. came out. Yeah, and so I think maybe he kind of played into the whole. But I'll tell you what, what you know, better, uh, what better press? What yeah. Better, yeah. Was better it press? real? You yeah, know, exactly. I think he kind of started it himself a little bit. Well, no, and that's good. That's good ideas. Right. Any like way easy. to get it? Yeah, exactly. But they really did eat like turtles and shit. Oh yeah, that, there was real animal cruelty on that. Yeah. And there was like the worst part was but that back little, then no one cared yeah, about animals. Did we? Did we really there care about a, a turtle or chopping the head now off or, a monkey? Now or, or then, because I mean, bound, um, there's a scene where a cat like jumps off. Uh, Homeward bound. Yeah, and when it was made, they were just throwing cats off the waterfall. I feel like cats deserve that. Jesus. I don't. I'm not. I don't. No, I'm just kidding. I'm only. I only say I'm just kidding, so nobody thinks that I'm an evil person. But I don't care for cats. It's just like oh, I mean, I don't cat. care for another cats, cat. but don't throw them off a waterfall. I have to never their thrown. Death. I'm, yeah. you know what? what the thing don't is, have a giant is cage other people, full of them going next. Now, other people have to have like to tell proven, Jesus about that, but not me. It's like a huge rumor that yeah, that's true. On it. Wasn't there like a dog's life? Wasn't there like some and that just came out and I watched it and I, it was so sad. By the way, it was so, it was so sad. But the thing is, I guess there was like people were like trying to boycott it because they were abusing a dog or something like that. I don't remember. Whatever. What? I, I'm sorry. I don't... Whatever. Hey, if you want a good Hollywood picture, sometimes you have to abuse a dog. To make a great omelet, sometimes you got to kill some dogs. You got to break an egg, baby. You got to <laughs> you gotta do some stuff. If you want to kill get, a dog, make an omelet. You know, I'm getting a good scream out of this ape, but we got to get a real good scream out of this ape. <laughs> oh, no, no, no because now leg. Gollum will just play the ape. And no, you'll see GM, so it's very true. Same, whatever. No, no apes were hurt in any of those movies. All right, we got one more from Mark in Chicago. Chicago. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Mark from Chicago calling in uh, answer your question of the episode. When has the horror movie had a personal impact on you? Um, I would say that the uh, sleepaway camp, it left a great taste in my mouth when it came to campy horror movies. Oh, I thought... I know a lot of people That's a weird movie to say great taste in your mouth. started that (laughs) off with them, but eh. I kind of like this a little bit more. It actually uh, oh, showed me what the uh, campy movies are actually capable of. Not yeah. just campy because it it's a camp. Gruesome murders that happen in this one. And then uh, it had a great series to go along with it, which I enjoyed. Oh, I totally agree. Part two, I like better. After three, I guess. I haven't seen the fourth one. I heard it was pretty bad. Teenage um, Wasteland yeah, is three. Hope you guys have a good one, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Take it easy. No, so, no, so that was a... 
you know, have you seen Sleepaway? Seen it, no. Okay, don't spoil it for Ricky though. You gotta watch Sleepaway Camp. We haven't even. We haven't when even did it come out? Oh, it's an eighties thing. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're fantastic, and I've seen Sleepaway one and two. Yeah, those are in number three. I think is Teenage Wasteland, which is also pretty. It's three. I hope I'm not messing up, but I think three. I'll is check it out. Teenage Wasteland, but that they all too. kind of blur together for me. Well, I think the second and third do for me. The first one, it's kind of like the Evil Dead. Where the first one is kind of different, and then you have the other two that are kind of mm-hmm. more similar. I think. Oh, and and maybe we could say that about today's uh, movie, where where Class of Newcomb High was a little bit. I, I mean, right. I'm not saying it was subdued for, by anything, but it didn't get nearly as crazy as two and three, which, by the way, were exactly the same amount of crazy. I thought. Right. Anyway, okay, so there you go. There is the voicemails, but I've got a question for next episode. And actually, Shane brought this up to me just now. I'm switching. I'm going to use the one I had for today for next episode. Oh. Here's the thing. I just watched Victor Crowley, Hatchet Part 4. Um, and you know what? It was it was pretty good. Is that uh, old old boy is still Victor Crowley in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Kane Hodder, yep. Yeah, all right. Yep, he's still in it. And it, it was it was pretty good. You know, I mean, it was it's still it was, it had a lot of the same things. Like the the humor in it and the the crazy insane kills stuff like that. However, there's one part of it that, that there's one aspect of the movie that kind of drove me a little bit nuts, and it is a, like most of the movie happens in a crashed plane's fuselage. Right. And it it just it, to me right at, at that point it got very small and it got very I don't know how the, many minutes are you are the majority of the movie is like I mean I'll this- say at least a half an hour half an hour plus right. is, is about them in there and you know, whatever. But the thing is, is, and that kind of bummed me out because I'm used to, I mean, hatchets one, three, three, I really, really liked, and it's not that I didn't like this, but Shane came up with this question because we couldn't, because we asked the question. We couldn't, we couldn't think of a lot of them, but what horror movies do you like or love that take place in kind of a smaller area that, that don't have a lot of, of uh, terrain or don't have a lot of different, places that they'll film, you know, different sets, whatever. Right. Is there, uh, is there like a one room or a, you know, a, a very sm- uh, a small scale horror movie that you like? Call it in on the bone phone, 385-351-9273. That's 385-351-9273. Shane, you know what time it is now. Let's get into, let me tell you something. Power metal people. These guys are the originators they are one of the 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 gods, uh, the grandfathers of power freaking metal. Yes, let's get into a little. Oh, play it loud, definitely. grandfathers for sure. <laughs> sure. Play it loud. <laughs> Don't play it low. Blow your speakers with rock and roll. <laughs> yes. Man o' war and fighting the world. What song do you want to play? Can I put in a request? Yes. Carry on. All right. All yeah, right, we'll that's the, that's kind of more of the. It's a more of their their. What do you call that? Ballad, a little the bit. Ballad, the ballad, the ballad. Because the it, it picks up. Well, yeah, yeah and, and I anyway, we're gonna go ahead and play that, then we'll be right back to talk about that album, Rocket. Carry on, my soul is forever. 
I said, can we get real? No, I hope so. Ritzy just said something that was just rude. (laughs) The band formed in Auburn, New York in 1980. Loincloths and all. Furry loincloths. Furry with furry boots and nothing else but your imagination. And grease. Barbarian metal, if you will. They hold two Guinness Book of World Records. One for the loudest performance ever. Ever. Oh. And, and oldest the, to rock. Mm-hmm. That might be in there too. And the other for the longest performance ever. Five hours and one minute. Five. The longest. I knew that in my brain. Five hours and one minute <coughs> held by man, by this band that I'm going to say. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't listen to like anybody for five hours. Yeah. In Bulgaria. <laughs> five hours, one minute in Bulgaria in 2008. And the originators. Why did that happen? Because they wanted because it's to rock set. and roll, Ricky. Gosh, dang! Well, I'm just curious what the circumstances. They have are. metal. They have songs. Didn't they the have the tired? venue? They the have the opportunity. Did you listen to the album, Ricky? Yeah. No, you. A couple didn't. of the tracks. All right. And somebody said First, in, Bul- in Bulgaria, someone said, "Can we lay down some? Would you like to see these guys w- get a Guinness Book of World's Records for the longest rock concert?" And there was plenty of people that said, "Yes, I think I Is want to be part of that." Yeah. Oh, so it was planned. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. So why don't you just it ask a, it? That's like it was. It was at a <laughs> festival. It was at a festival in Bulgaria, and they are also the originators of the phrase "death to false metal." Yes. Which I would love to pick their brains on what is metal and what is not. Can I dare you say? Dare I say? I would love. Can that. I guess though? Oh no, I would love to hear it. Okay. I feel like, especially at the time when they coined that phrase, they're talking about the pretty glam rock, glam metal. I mean, I love that stuff. I love false metal back in the day. I love false metal. But Joey DeMeo, he runs the Damn. At Man O' War on, on, uh, uh, on Twitter, and, and, and the, the whole tagline says, I will die for metal. Will you? Question mark. Will, are you willing to die for metal? So I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. I don't, think I, I don't think I'm willing. I'll die for some aluminum foil any day. <laughs> Good. Oh my gosh, Ricky! Thank you for that insight. This guy will give a hand job over here for some baking soda. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Anywho, jeez, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. It's Mano War. Like them on Facebook, official Twitter at Mano War, run by Joey. DeMeo, the, the, the bass player and uh, uh, songwriter of the band. Uh, the website, manowar.com, is where you can find them. Fighting the world. <laughs> this is the album we're talking about. Released February 1987. Nine tracks, 34 minutes, 48 seconds. Produced by Manowar and, interesting nugget, Jason Flom. Flom was not a actual record producer per se. He's not a, he's not an engineer, but he is the man that signed twisted sister. Yeah. Saigon kick white lion and stone temple. Name, name your favorite Saigon kick song. I'm going to say it's that one where it's like, I like sucking ding dongs. No, their only song that we ever, ever heard from them. Love is on the way. Oh, yeah. is that them? That was them. There's so many bands that wanted that that 
that feel to them. Saigon. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Love is Let me double check that. Away. I can feel it in your eyes. Let's Terrible. see. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One, this is the after effect of oh, LA, no, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. LA Explosion. No, that's great, false metal. Great rock bands. False metal. Wasp, Rat, Quiet Riot, Motley Crue. And then you get the, the, the runoff. Which is Saigon Kick and I love the, all. I'm not gonna all lie to you. I love all those bands yuck. still too. Um, the artwork looks like Kiss Destroyer. Yes, <laughs> yes you are correct <laughs> because that's Ken Kelly, and he did design Kiss Destroyer. No way. And he also did several albums for Man of War. So not only did they go yes, <laughs> what you did for Kiss there on Kiss Destroyer, we need done for us. But Sans makeup. Many, 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 many albums. Please deliver that to yeah, us. And yeah, yeah. Ken Kelly is an amazing artist. That's one of my favorite. Uh, well, Ritzy, what do you think about Kiss Destroyer, the, that album cover? What do you think of that? I don't think I don't think Richie knows what it is. It's the one where they're you know, all their Kiss? boots. Yeah, and they're and they're yeah. like kind of jumping out like the, I, I I only perhaps they're fighting, fighting, fighting the world, fighting the world. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. I mean, I don't all right. Well, I just, <laughs> blow my mind. I don't know. He's a great artist. Uh, that's all I've got. Let's get into some thoughts. Okay. It, can I? Is it my turn? I, I, I'm throwing the floor to you because Here. I always like to do that. I like to throw the floor Thank to you. you. Thank you. To to get your thoughts first. All right. So let me tell you a little story about little Mikey. So I mean, he was he was raised in like a you know a very kind of puritanical thing, and I love my parents. I I didn't I wasn't it wasn't a weird thing or anything like that for me. <clears throat> so, I mean, we're talking about a guy who brought home the Def Leppard hysteria tape, and I had to hide it because that was too heavy for my home. Right. Hysteria, not hysteria. pyromania. No, hysteria. Hysteria. We're, we're talking uh, love bites and all that yeah. stuff like that. But anyway, so I so I took the metal where I could get it, and I kind of spent most of it on you know a lot of the stuff that was big back then, Slayer, Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax. You know the big four, and the, you know, and, and some other stuff like that. I mean, I did some Exodus, and you know, and, you did some X. Uh, yeah, I did some Exodus, but so I, this band completely flew under. I mean, I I've heard I heard about them and and whatever, but I had never really listened to them until now. Yeah. And it's weird because I feel like as a manly guy. I feel like this is the manliest metal band right. of because all you time. love power metal. I and they are power metal. And metal band. They are they are they are creators of that. They are in there in the beginnings of the all the goodness that is power. And you know what's so funny? This album has some sword and sorcery. It's got some, you know, but but you know what else? It's got like some it's got a lot of manly themes like uh uh for instance there's this song called Defender. Yeah. Where where these guys are out there? How great is that? Yeah. Oh, dude, I freaking love. By the way, Orson Welles did the. Uh, are voiceover. you shitting? Why me, would dude? I shit you on that? That's Orson Welles. I did not know that. He but also, that is unbelievable. He also did. He some, narrates through the entire fucking song. He goes, Dis- "Defender." Oh my god, it, that's really. You know what? And I'm not gonna lie to you. This band is like kind of a power metal wet dream for me because I'm walking. I mean, you got your you, like I said, you got your swords and sorcery. You got your really manly stuff. Let's see. Uh, songs about fighting a war. Songs defender was about defending the weak. Sound songs about doing everything you can just to make it through to another day. Yeah, that's some manly stuff. Yeah, uh, and you know, so okay, so I feel like okay, so I'm sorry that I have to admit this, but this is really the first time, like I said, 
And I am in awe of this album. And not only that, I listened to the whole catalog. Exact. Okay, that's what I was going to say yeah. is because I picked this album because Blow Your Speakers was the rocker. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. And and I saw that on two. I said, Man of War. Wow. Look at these guys. Yeah. But I've heard Kings of Metal. Oh, uh, dude. It's like you get talking to people. They're like, dude, you picked the worst album. No, I. Well, no, no. But. It's I, hard because it's all it's all really really good. It is all about metal. These guys are they say the word metal a lot. They they I I tend to believe that there is no joking around about metal. No, we right. love our metal and we will fight. Do you know what they call their fans? By God. Man of Warriors. Man and of I Warriors. feel like after this I've become a Man of Warrior. Perfect. But also let me tell you something too. I feel like I mean the, the the music is you know it's shredding guitars it's very that that I feel like it's kind of akin to maybe Twisted Sister a little bit where yeah. it's not hair metal it's but it's like it's like real power metal but the, but but I feel like back in the day they would have to lump it in you know with all that it, it, they they're they lumped one, in Bon Jovi yeah. with like Metallica on uh, Headbangers Ball which is what exactly the thing is is this dude's voice he does a lot of false Adam Sigler but it is very powerful. Like falsetto, it's not Joey DeMail and and the singer Adam are are the only original members, but they've been there right. since the beginning and they're still around. I watched YouTube concerts of them from oh, yeah. last year. Yeah, no and kidding. They mean business. They are older than my dad, and they. I wish my dad rock. was in Man of War, and they are rocking it. You know what? So I'm listening. So I'm li- I listened to a fight in the world. No, that's a pretty straight up. And then I blow your the speakers world. came up, and I was like, "That's probably their hit." Yeah, because one of them knew that. Hit. Because they go, "Blow your speakers!" And then all of a sudden, you hear an explosion. <laughs> With rocket, you know all that stuff. It was the. It, <clears throat> this is their fifth studio album. Yeah, and I mean, that was the song that made it onto the. I wrote a little letter to the MTV. It's so good. Yeah, because because but that was the the song that made me buy that album back in nineteen eighty eight. I should was I going. I oh my god! Look at these guys, <laughs> right? and they're going MTV. So it became something. MTV was like and and bands like that. They didn't get they didn't get that much play. They they didn't get that much play, but they had all the image. That's what of MTV course. was about was was show us something. Greased up hairy guys in loincloths. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you the moment. The first time I'm listening to it, let me tell you the moment that I fell in love, not sexual love with these guys, but in love love with these guys, like real true bro love. Right. So the third song on the album is called Carry On. You heard it in the intro. And it starts off the North Star. It guides me. All that stuff, you know, it's cute. But then all of a sudden, it's all of a sudden, carry on. It does that. You know how, do you ever listen to a song and you're thinking, okay, and you kind of expect certain things out of it. You expect where it's going to go. Yeah. This They did not do that. So when they started singing carry on and he started doing his thing, and then that one note where he's like, he's like, carry on. And they said, when the lights turn, you know, he hit that. Yeah. That. Blew my mind. I'm like that falsetto was so powerful. It's so good. Carry on, carry on. The thing is, I'm like that note is impossible to hit with that much power. So I'm like, okay, well, let's watch some live video of them to see if you can <coughs> hit it. Straight up, hit it live. And, I'm and like, hit it live last year at Waken Festival. Oh my gosh! Or where I saw it, I was like, God damn, these guys. <laughs> 
These guys mean business. I'm they're ta- not. They're. They're. You know. They're. They're going, dude. You know, death to false metal. Oh, yeah. I feel like these guys are going. No. 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 That's not just some little groovy line. That's reals. This is like we're. And I would love to pick their brains and know who who they go. I fucking hate that band. I bet you they got a, a laundry list. I bet they do. Joey, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna pin. I'm gonna pin him in a Twitter. Do it. Tweet. Do it, do it. I would say pin Joey. Him. What? Three eight, you know, I'm gonna put his uh, little. Uh, oh, you're gonna tag him or add I'm gonna him. tag him three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Joey, demand. Tell us a couple bands that you think stink <laughs> in the metal. Death the false metal. Look, I grew. I I bought this is a buy for me. This is like a waspy Iron Maiden, like like a little bit harder. This that is stuff, the guys that it. started the power metal. I love we, it. That 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 have, has grown into what it is. I bought it. I owned it. I had it on tape. Oh, I'll bet. And I thought it was great. And I still think it's great. I, well, I, I, you know I I'm blown away that it's Orson Welles. That's Orson Welles, yeah. And Defender. And, and that was or, an epic journey through yeah, and time. Orson Welles basically sings the entire fucking song. Ride him. like the wind. Fight proud, my son. There is a cheese factor in this, totally, but totally. I do not think that and and with all due respect, Joey and and Adam, I don't feel that they feel that there's that. I feel those guys are going. This is you know what it, though. And this, this is the way. This it is. couldn't have hit me harder than it did this week because I'm listening to it. And it's funny because I listen to it so often. Even Jen was like, "I'm getting burned out on these guys." <laughs> I was so far away from getting burned out. I heard Carry On five million times. Oh, you know what? What? Uh, what's this? Oh, you know what? Another. One? Let me give you some of my favorites, will you? Black. Uh, Black wind, fire, and steel. Yeah. Born. Of, I love that song. I loved Carry On, Defender, Blow Your Speakers. Yeah. But one of my very favorites, it's, a sim, it's like a really super simple song, Violence and Bloodshed. Violence and Bloodshed. With a helicopter at the beginning. Yes. I was like, wait a minute. And you know, that was like one riff the whole time. It's and it was a pretty short rock. song and stuff like that. But I'm just like, there was like nothing about this that I did not love. I know. I love I, this. I give it a buy. What do you give it? No, I give... Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no, oh no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my God. I'm looking I at your like, eyes. And I feel like I'm making up for some lost time here. I feel like I really am. Because the thing is, I not only listened to this, but there was a day at work where I started at the top on Spotify and just let it ride all the way down. Yeah. You know, what's funny is even their early albums sound a little bit, you know, more just like regular this old rock and roll and stuff in. like yeah. that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> Pardon me. So... I, I listen. I started at the top. Listen, to, I'm like, where has this band been my whole life? I'm going to continue listening to this. I mean, maybe this is their worst album. I mean, really? according, no, according to according to your friends. Well, just, I loved this album. I'm just saying that people. It wasn't the worst, but they were just saying, "Dude, Kings of Metal. Why? 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 why, why you no, Kings of Metal is amazing. It's amazing. And I feel like you can't go wrong. Do you like Barbarian Rock? Yes. Do you like Barbarian Metal? Yes. You're going to get it. These guys, they cornered the market. I felt manlier having listened to this. I yeah, felt I felt like I wanted to defend the weak. I felt like I and, wanted to, to to trudge through and, to make society and I hate, better. I hate to feel this way or, or think this way or say this, but it's like when I got online and I was looking up like last year and they were playing a festival in Finland. I got to I got to hear see if you can still t- hit those. 20, 30, 40,000 people. I was like, "Oh, so they're not just like living in mom's basement." They are still on how are you, fire. How are you going to be rocket? that hot and live in mom's basement and still get all the poontang that they probably still get to this day? See what I'm saying? All I no, all, I give, all I say to them is carry on. I'm gonna 
<laughs> you just hit my heartstrings. I'm going to go ahead and do something that we've never done on the Corpse oh my, Cast before. Oh, my heavens. I'm going to give this band a bone saw. From start to finish, this band, I've been missing it. It, it hurt my heart knowing that I could have been listening to this when I needed this kind of power when I was a child. See what I'm saying? Carry on. That's, is that how it goes? Yeah. No. And it when the, oh, anyway. Card, I love this man on war, dude. Jesus. Oh, that's that, that's for sure. No, You're I love everything. Bone. I'll give this I mean, I'll give the whole catalog of bone sauce from start to finish. I can I did not listen to one song that didn't make me feel like it pumped me up. Like I remember being in a bad mood and then I like driving to work. Carry on is the third song, and all of a sudden I heard that. And I was like, Well, gee dang. Yeah. This is amazing, and I love it. And I'm well, gonna love this band for the rest of my life. It's not exactly. the song. What? It's not Ritzy. The third song. It is a third song. Uh-uh. There's fight. There's Jesus fighting. Ritzy, what is it? What What do you like about it? Fighting the world. Blow your speakers. Carry on. It's the I third like song. Shut on. up. I what other song did you like? You, Ricky. I listened to the starting track, "Carry On," and the fighting, last track, fighting, the um, fighting. Uh, the one you said before. Born of black wind, yeah, fire right. and steel. What did you do? Skip around? How do you listen to the first, the middle? As I, you skip. I wasn't gonna listen to the whole thing. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I put on Defender. I listened to Defender so much. He wasn't going to was waste like 34 what, minutes. 34 minutes of your time. And you knew. Well, when I said, okay, and then you're like, 34 <coughs> minutes. Why Why do we even have Ricky on the band part? Hey, I attempted. Why do we have it? I, I gave you it a obviously, shot No, least. you didn't. That's every, lo- Let me tell you my rule, though. It. Let me tell you my rule. Give me one. For every album we do on this, I listen to it five times. Because the yeah. first time, sometimes you don't. it doesn't hit you. Second True. time, but it's then happened. when you get through it. You get, you can get a good feel for it. This one, I'm not gonna lie, it hit me the first time. By the way, just like Judas Priest's new album, that's a great new album. Oh, is it? It came out today. I listened oh. to a couple of the tracks. I love. Well. I've been it's listening great. to Priest, but I've been listening, uh, re, uh, listen, uh, thinking about. Uh, I watched a documentary on 1980, yeah. Year of Metal. Wow, and it was like I was four. Yeah, Ricky wasn't born, but they were talking about all these albums that came out in 1980, and I was like. Do you know what the best thing about 1980 is? Even if you weren't born then, you can still go back and listen to it because it's all out there. Exactly. <laughs> so, Ritzy, what? I don't really have an opinion either way. It wasn't my cup of tea. What happens? Whatever. All right. Well, listen here, kids. Yeah. I've got trivia for you. Okay. And rest assured, it's not about oh, okay. metal. It's okay. not about Spotify. I'm I'm better. It's not about. You, I know you. You gave me some grief. No, about I didn't that. give you grief because I was embarrassed because I kept losing. But. I do have some serious trivia about the movie. What's so. it about? What's the topic? Um, it, it's about your mom. <laughs> All right. Michael doesn't like heavy metal no, no, rock and roll no, no, no. trivia. It's, no, no. The thing is, it's not that I don't like it. It's that I suck at it. No, but I think you were right. I went too far off with it because, dude, you have to understand something. Something. <laughs> It is hard to come up with trivia all the freaking oh, no, no, no. time. Sorry. How, how about, about uh, questions my... of the episodes? That's right. hard, too. Which I gave you tonight, so you're welcome. For so, that. yeah, and I'm going to use the one I but, was going to use tonight next time. Uh, you have to use your mind. Yeah. Use your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to use it. Mango. To make up questions and, and come up with five Five, questions five. Jesus. it's got to be odd it's got to be odd yeah it's got to be odd it can't be just wow, three. That's 15 minutes out of your life <laughs> right ricky got it all right listen here all right toxic waste horror movie trivia okay 
We're talking about some toxic waste, right? right? With the trauma and the the trauma trash and the the trauma films. Yep, yep, you're right. right. Number one, get ready for this. There is no hints. It's all in the question. Oh, my gosh. You better. I'm flying solo here. You better be good. 1979 (laughs) movie directed by John Frankenheimer and stars Talia Shire, Robert Foxworthy, and Armand Asante. Oh, my gosh. A savage beast grown oh, yeah, to yeah. monstrous sizes and driven, oh, yeah, yeah, by ma- driven mad by toxic waste that are poisoning the waters, spreads okay. terror and death on a main countryside. Can I have a hint? No. Just kidding. I already know this one. What is it? Prophecy. Yeah, all right. You got it. All right, good. So That's he's, a good start. He's feeling pretty good. That's a good start. How good many start. did you lose before we get we're we're getting here? I mean, I, I feel like I lost for a year and a half straight. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Number two. 1990 movie directed by Francisco Terry. Francisco Terry. Hmm. And stars Frank Rivera, Maria Michaels, and Gerald Prager. A woman gets a back alley abortion. Shortly after the operation, toxic waste transforms the discarded fetus <laughs> into a mutant beast oh my that gosh. attacks her, her boyfriend, and everyone in the clinic. And mama. Mama runs the clinic. I don't know. I don't I oh don't oh, I don't oh have gosh. that oh data. Gosh. I don't have that data. Oh I uh, I know this movie. I can see it. From 1990, Francisco Terry. Can I ask you? Can I ask you one question? What? And maybe you can give me a hint. We just watched this. That's what I'm saying. It starts with an S, right? I'm gonna say. I can't remember that. Wait, you have the I, ca- I cannot give you any data. But did we watch it? No, I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember oh that far gosh. back. I don't remember it last Sunday. Oh my gosh, we just watched this like not too long ago. Is they go in, Mama runs the whole place. Oh my gosh! And Toxic the- waste transforms the discarded fetus into a mutant beast that attacks her. Oh, I'm going to hate myself because the boyfriend it was the one who dragged her in to get the abortion in the first place. Because that's mean. I'm actually I'm just stalling for time real quick. Ricky, why don't you give the people some philosophy right now while I think? Mm. What is abortion? <laughs> <laughs> don't make it funny because I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, my how gosh. How would you describe it? It is. Oh, my gosh. It goes down and then it comes back up. It, it's a whorehouse slash abortionary. That's what they call those. It's a back alley abortion area, sir. Oh, my gosh. What is this? Sometimes we don't have clinical areas to <laughs> abort our ch- Things. I was listening to the Sword and Scale episode where he's t- talking about those guys are brutal. Man. Yeah, he was talking about this, um, uh, this like back alley abortion clinic. Even though it was legit, you could go there, but they did like back alley stuff. I've seen a documentary the doctor. On that. The doctor got like all these crimes uh, against him. It was like people were dying, all these. Abortions were given even though oh they shouldn't gosh. have been. With dirty tools. I'm not going to remember yeah. this. I'm not going to remember it, so let's just do it. I'll take the deuce. You're taking the deuce? Yeah. It's called the suckling. Gosh dang it. I Yes, I knew that. It's suckling. Okay. The suckling. One and one. Gosh dang it. Okay, that was a pretty great, terrible movie, by the way. 
Here we go. 1996 movie directed by Jeff Yonas and stars Emma Sams, Robert Cardine, and Mark Ralston. A secret government agency breeds genetically altered fish as a weapon. They escape and the scientists believe them to be dead after a biohazard spill. Think again. Kill the men and mate with the women. What year? 1996. 1996? Radioactive fish? Oh my gosh, because if radioactive, radioactive. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, read, it, read it one more time. One more time. 1996 movie directed by Jeff Giannis and stars Emma Sams, Robert Cardine, and Mark Ralston. A secret government agency breeds genetically altered fish as a weapon they escape and the scientists believe them to be dead after a biohazard spill think again kill the men and mate with the women oh my gosh this is i i I keep thinking of that uh oh that older movie with corman corman's older movie Oh wait! Did you just give me a hint? Like no, that, I, I, I was gonna say that can't be from 1996. No, I don't think there was toxic waste in that either. So okay, so we got mate with the mate with the one, and we got there's we plenty got of fish. that though, isn't there? We got fi- we got fish we got fish people, and we got. Uh, I mean, what was uh, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon still? Yeah, he, he just wanted, wanted a mate. He wanted to fuck that lady <laughs> on the boat in Shape of Water. Right, they just fish just want Oscar award winning movie. Seen that. Beautiful, I seen that one yet. beautiful. Time. Don't see it. What? Shut up. It just won number one Sweet. movie. Sweet. Oh, whatever. Sweet I don't know what it, what is it. What is it? Humanoids from the deep. Oh my hell! Because you know what? I can totally see. That. I did not. Well, how did that not? Humanoids from the deep. I guaranteed. I said this I've seen gone. that. I've you're seen gonna, that. I said you're gonna win these. Gosh dang it! Okay, so I'm one and, and two. You're failing. At so it. I've got to get the next two to win. You were fail. You're failing, I'm and I, I set this up for you to win. No, Christ. and you know what? I've Damn. never even heard. And of this Ritzy, next one. no, it's a great movie. Actually, don't talk jive on on uh, a Shape of Water. It was a beautiful. Electric I haven't seen it yet. Movie. It I haven't seen it yet. You thought it sucked? I was. I was boring. Yeah, I didn't so, think it was good. Yeah, but you didn't may- like a love story. But maybe I, Guillermo I del Toro will, will be able story, to make uh, In the Mountains of Madness. Because what a guy's he won best got! Picture. A guy's got to fucking die on a on, in the fucking <laughs> frozen water. It's humanoids of the gosh dang deep. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right, number four. Okay. And don't ever talk bad about uh, Guillermo. Guillermo. I didn't say anything bad about him except oh, for his movie sucked. So other than his uh, award-winning movie sucked. <laughs> I like all most of his other stuff. What like what? Name it. Pan's Labyrinth. That yes. was good. You're yeah. right about that. Pacific Rim. Did he do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. What about Hellboy? Hellboy is great. What oh, about yeah. Blade Two? Blade Two. He yeah. did Blade Two. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that guy kicks Yeah, you ass. know what's funny? What about Kronos? Speaking of Blade, there's like there was this Kronos. meme online as like everyone's talking about, oh, this is the first uh, black superhero movie. Like, You're wrong. Like, B-word, please. <laughs> All right. No shit, right? Blade. Yeah, he was Marvel. Yeah, but back, but people didn't notice that shit back in the day. They noticed, everybody noticed everyone his needs color to notice and, now. and intersectionality. And I love the Blade crap. movies. I love them too. Those are great. And what about the Breaking movies? There was plenty of... 
you know, multicolored people. Yeah, that. but they weren't superheroes. <laughs> I mean, except for their dance skills. They were superheroes to me. <laughs> okay, all right. I all danced right. all over the motherfucking place. I look like a goddamn moron. Dude, everybody tried that. When that came out, everybody took tried their hand at breakdancing. Dude, I, I was like, I'm turbo, motherfucker. I'm turbo. <laughs> hey, I like, no, you're a white like piece that. of shit. No, it's funny because even after that came out, we found a big piece of cardboard and we tried it. <laughs> we tried it so hard. Like on that cardboard on the ground. I sucked. Whatever. Let's go. I can see that. All right. Number four. 1983 movie directed by Jackie Long. Stars Martin Landau, Marion Gordon, and Bill Osco. Toxic waste dumping in a small Idaho town turns a young boy into a mutant monster. Jackie Kong. Is it Jackie Kong? It is Kong. Yeah, it's Jackie Kong. You're going to get this. No, I can't remember the name of the movie Because I noticed that uh, typo as I was reading it is my goddamn- I know uh, know what it is. Okay. Okay, keep uh, going. It it is Jackie Kong. Stars Martin Lando, Marion Gordon, and Bill Osco. Toxic waste dumping in a small Idaho town. Mm Mm-hmm. Turns a young boy into a mutant monster. A small town police chief and a scientist team up to kill that monster. What is it? Is it the bean? Yes, Turn it is. Turn up the, the radio. radio. You know, yeah, yeah I noticed that uh, okay. typo. Right. Because, and I'll tell you what happened. When I typed that in, mm-hmm. I I specifically put mm-hmm. Jackie Kong. Autocorrect. And, and, and it autocorrected. I cannot too. believe I didn't get humanoids from the deep, by the way. Jeez. That's all right. All right, so this is this for is the it. Win. This is for the win or the loss. This is all the marbles. 1982 movie directed by Jean Jean Rollin. Jean Rollin. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Okay. How do, how do you okay. call it? Jean. I Rollin. call him Jean Rollin. It's John Rollin. I call him Jean Rollin. Mm-hmm. That's what I call him. Yeah. Stars Marina Piero. Mm-hmm. Mike Marshall mm-hmm. and Karina Baron. Mm-hmm. A toxic spill revives a beautiful dead girl. With the help of her childhood okay. friend, she must quench her insatiable thirst for blood. Is what movie it, is that? Is it uh, A Virgin Among the Living Dead? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, uh, no, no, we did, no, we did this. We did this on we, the show. We 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 did oh, this. Oh no no! It's, it's it's grapes of uh, grapes of. No 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 no! Oh. I I I I'm I'm torn. No, help me out! Help me out! Help me I'm out. torn. Does he get it? No. Okay. Is it grapes of, of death? Think of. Nineteen eighty two movie. I, I mean, I feel like. Oh we, no, we no, give no, it. no 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 no! Nineteen eighty two. No, it's movie a Rob direct. Zombie song. Yes, Jean yes, Rollin. I was gonna say. Think of it's a Rob. It's a Rob <laughs> Zombie song. <laughs> Living Dead Girl. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Turn up the radio. Yeah, oh, okay. but you had it in the beginning. Yeah, you, you kind of You did. just put the Virgin of the Young. Ah, uh, gosh, dang. well, no, Virgin Among the Living Dead is a is a whole different, different movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a totally different one. Oh. oh, I'll take it though. I'll take that win. I'll take that slight win. Take that slight I d- win. I should have got humanoids All from the, the deep. The that's why. That's why I should have. That's why I. You know what you should do with that win? What? Take it, fold it up. Yeah. Lay it across your balls. Write it up to your ass. Uh, Stick it in there and say yes. I'm going to do that later on for real. You know what we're going to do right now, though, don't you? You win. You're the big winner. I'm the big winner. I can't believe I didn't get humanoids from the deep for F's sake. I know. God. I got the being for F's sake. Okay. That one's harder. Jackie Kong. That one's harder. Martin Landau, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, But you did correct that. Jackie Kong. Yeah. Right. 
Jackie Long. I mean, who the fuck made a movie back then that was called, you know, Jackie, no, nobody did. Jackie Her Long. Her name was Jackie, Jackie Kong. Kong. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go ahead and play a trailer for Class of Newcomb High Part 2, Subhumanoid Meltdown. Then we'll be right back to talk about it. Awesome. Stop the presses. It was incredible. And I saw the whole thing. Turned right into a big mess of green goo. So you'd say you witnessed a subhumanoid meltdown? meltdown? What? Life is full of miserable chores. Like washing windows and fighting in wars. Turned out like this. All right, everybody, you just heard the trailer for Class of Nukem High 2 Subhumanoid Meltdown. It's like meat gum. What? Oh my gosh. Mindy Meekum from high school. God, I loved her. Who? Mindy Meekum. M E E C H A. And her sister, Tracy. Tracy Meekum? Those two together real quick. Sucking on the balls. I never, I said, uh, this is, am I in heaven? Yeah. That's what I said to him. They said, no, you are uh, you're You're earth. getting meeked. You're getting meeked. You are right on now. earth right now. Wow. And I said, I can't believe Shane, this. Shane, his, his like epoch but, of his life was before the Meekum ladies and after. And by the way, hmm. Trick or Treat soundtrack was playing in the background. Like with Fastway? <laughs> Good night, ladies. Fastway. It's like, did he come already? That's what they said. 
Really? Said, Did you? Had you? And they said, you know what they said? No. We'll make you come again. Oh. Said, no. What are you, a doorman? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually paid him. Oh no! Look at look at his sexual prowess. You can just oh, all right. Anyway, like I said, Class of Nuka High Part Two Subhumanoid Meltdown from 1991. IMDb gives us a 4.2. It was directed by a guy named Eric Lausel. He did a lot of film production, but only has 13 directorial credits on IMDb. He also did Class of Nuka High Three: The Good, The Bad, and the the Subhumanoid. Which, by the way, both of these movies are very similar in tone mm-hmm. and look and all that stuff. It's almost like they made them at the same time. Right? Yeah, kind of. It's <laughs> but even though they were like, like six years apart or something. Yeah, they, no, they were or, three years apart because that came out in 1994. It's almost like you care because you're making a movie, but you kind of don't care either. Well, you're like, let's have a fun. Wasn't the they were having fun. number two in the 80s? No, number two was 91. Oh. And number three was 94. Gotcha. I believe. Um, let's see. It was written by, of course, Lloyd Kaufman. He wrote the original story from Class Newcomb High. And being the head and founder of Troma, of course he had something to do with it. But there were also seven writing credits. Lloyd Kaufman, Carl Morano, Matt Unger, and then Eric Lauzel gets a, a writing credit on this. And a bunch of other dudes who, whatever. It stars Brick Bronski as Roger Smith. By the way. Jughead. What? Brick Bronski is Jughead from uh, uh, Sergeant Kabuki. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I haven't, he's I, you know, I haven't seen that yet. The I've minute I saw him. I went, hey, there's Jughead. You know what's funny is his real name is actually Jeffrey Beltzner. He spent some time doing the 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 lifting and the and the bodybuilding. What, what what's it called when you like they go up and flex on stage and stuff like that and bodybuilding. Oh yeah, so whatever. And they, but you know what? He also wrestled in a bunch of leagues I've never heard of. However, I wanted to bring up one of them. It was called the NWA. Right. Not the NWA. Oh, not <laughs> niggers with attitudes. No, uh, I feel like there's an A on that. But it was the <laughs> National niggas, Wrestling niggas Alliance. Uh, by the way, you know what's funny? A little snippet. Uh, I just noticed this little factoid. Billy Corrigan from the oh, Smashing Pumpkins owns them. Bought the NWA in 2017. Yeah. Oh my gosh! How about that? I heard a story where yeah, he does. He's a huge wrestling fan. He from is. Way back. He's so wafy and weak. Yeah, wavy. Yeah, he's you know you know the wave like, uh, like opportunities. He's like I'm a I'm a huge uh, wrestling <laughs> fan. And someone said, "You want to buy this?" He said, "Yeah, I do." So we bought it. I mean, that's what you do if you're the lead singer of Stone Temple Screaming Trees. Uh, no, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> All right. Um, Lisa Gay as Pre- Professor Melvina Holt. Um, Lisa Rowland as Victoria. Michael Kurtz as Yoke. By the way, Yoke was the... Uh, Did Michael Kurtz... Oh, never mind. That's... No, no. Michael... What's his name? They they do... They, when the trauma thing comes on, it's Michael Hers. Go. Oh, okay. he, he's he's the producer. Um, Michael Kurtz is Yoke, which, by the way, I love Yoke because he's this giant, obese, right. bald guy with a beard, and, and I just love those dudes. Is he the, the villain guy? Yeah, Let's he, talk yeah, he's, about he's that. that uh, I couldn't stand his voice. Though, like how high pitched he was. No, 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 no. That's the that's no, the uh, that's yeah. the dean. That's oh, the dean. Yeah, yeah. I he's talking about the other fat guy. That I know was who wearing, yeah. uh, he, he had no the shirt on. He was the leader of the squirrels. squirrels yep. Yeah. Uh huh. What you're expecting me to say is, oh my god, you look just like Mike, right? No, no. I, I mean I don't know. Does he? I hope no. not. Jeez, he doesn't. No, you look you look beautiful. Thank you. But I want to. I just like I just like. I mean, 
as a bald guy with a beard, right. I love other bald guys go, with beards. Bald guy with beard. But I want to talk about that 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 uh, flesh in the front. The what that holds that under that leather under? Oh yeah, on. let's talk about that. My God, what in the <laughs> hell is that? It was fighting for its life. I don't know what it <laughs> was, but I know I, what it was doing. And the dude is running constantly. He's like, <laughs> I've never seen a guy that big run so much. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. There was so much jiggle. It it but, ruled. It's just like how does that hold? How does that hold up? Uh, I feel like that was painted on. <laughs> I actually don't think it was painted on. Uh, by the way, you might be asking yourself, why aren't we doing Class of Newcomb High, the original? Well, because this one is better, in my opinion. However, if you missed that one, it pulls this movie pulls a Friday the Thirteenth, and it gives you a recap of yeah. the first film from the beginning. Not to say that you'd have a hard time following the plot if the movie didn't have that. Uh, but okay. So, but I'm going to give you a long story short thing. Tromaville high in part one was next door to the toxic waste storage by Nuka mama, the company there, Nuka mama and the nuke and the nuclear plant leak happened. Everyone turned into freaks and monsters. They destroyed the school. However, it's fine because on its site, Tromaville tech, a junior college was built by the altruistic, like I said, Nuka mama company, but they had to build the school to get the nuclear plant rebuilt all these government regulations, blah, 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 blah. Right. But that's where we, that's where we are. We, we're at uh, Tromaville Tech. But do me a favor. Picture, if you will. Tromaville Tech, the quad is full of bikini-laden ladies running around. A few packs of crust punk types. And all around, mad, and, you know, you got some Mad Mac type degenerates who apparently are all attending this school. All while dudes are walking around in nuclear suits are going around squirting the kids <laughs> with some kind of liquid, which I assume helps... Like get rid of the radiation, but it's called mal m a l a malathion malathion. Plus, but the, but you know what's funny? So you have a bunch of chicks in like bikinis and stuff, but it explains it away. And this is a great explanation. It's not just exploitative. It's not that they just want to show a bunch of chicks in bikinis stuff like that. No, there's a reason for it because at Tromaville High there wasn't very much locker space, right. so they had to wear the skimpy clothes. That's fine. Also, uh, every once in a while, a messy but perfectly harmless spill of radioactive waste material will show up, uh, or the infrequent nuclear meltdown siren, the carnage that happens when everybody's running to safety, probably because the melted bodies, you know, maybe that's a problem, something like that. But, um, and then uh, we actually open up with a flashback where a squirrel got into some of the... Uh, Toxic waste. He became like 50 foot tall and started stomping on everything. Hey, look at those nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best part of it was they had a helicopter, which was obviously a, a, uh, a uh, I mean, let's put it this way. This is so low budget and it's supposed to be. It's kind of like one of those, we know what we're doing. You know, we get that this looks like a radio yes. controlled helicopter because it is, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's trauma. Uh, Lloyd Coppin's always trying to cut costs. And stuff like that, but he makes some G dang good movies, man. Yeah, that's Love. the beauty of all of trauma stuff. I totally like, agree. This is back alley, back. You know, it's this gorilla. Is, it's gorilla filmmaking. Go, gorilla filmmaking. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. The thing about trauma tech, and this is what I really enjoy about education, is the kids like they 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 work there. They work at the nuclear plant. They're learning on the job. Okay. They have, but the thing is, they have sports there. As long as you're wearing a gas mask, that's fine. Squirrels, the the the, the gang that we we're talking about, the degenerates that terrorize the campus. Enter Roger Smith, Brick Bronsky. 
all-around good dude and ace reporter for the Tromaville paper. He's striking out. He, 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 the thing is, he's probably the most handsome dude in the whole in the whole movie. Let's, I mean, let's be real, right? What right. else is that guy in besides these? Uh, I don't know. He he wrestles in the NWA. I've never seen him outside oh, he, of this. Oh, really? Oh, he did wrestle. He's probably is that why you brought that up? Oh. Yeah, that's. He's probably the only. I don't. I have no idea. Hmm. But the thing is, he's a super nice guy. But one day he's 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 like striking out with all the ladies. They're leaving messages. He's asking them out. He's trying to do his part. But you know what? None yeah, his, of them want to do it. His his goddamn voicemail is just like, "Hey, sorry, buddy, but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go out with you." No, and why? He's just and he's he's working on his he's flexing. He's, what is he doing? He, he's doing like push ups and pull ups, and, and then it's just like, yeah. Sorry, Outside buddy. of that little rat tail he's got, he's a pretty good-looking dude, you know? He's a good-looking dude. That's what I'm saying. He's very fit. He's, he's a- better than everyone else in this movie. Ab- no, that's what I just said. <laughs> Literally. And he's like, and he's wearing a pink tank top, which, by the way, are and hot very as shit. short, short shorts. Well, that's because it was 1991. Circa 1991, Mike was wearing the same stuff. No, you weren't. Oh, bull crap. I won a whole church basketball pink. shooting competition in hot pink short shorts. No, you didn't. No, I did. I mean, yes, Let's I see did. some pictures. I mean, I've I've got you know what all my pictures are in storage right now, or else I would show you mm-hmm. right now. Convenient. All right, picture didn't happen. I get it. I get you. I get why you don't believe me. But one day, okay, one day. Um. Anyway, so one day he sees an ad in the paper for a sexual experiment that he wants to participate in. He goes to the place. He waits in line. The Dean Ogra, that's who with the high voice. And Professor Holt, the hot beehive lady, you know, I feel yeah. like take that beehive off and grrr, yeah, they ran the best, this, the best of the, I mean, throughout the movie. There yes. were so many fake boobs in this that it's like, you know, it got it, a little bit weirded yeah. up, but I don't know. If she was my favorite though. Mm-hmm. So they ran, I was the horniest for her. Well, no, of course, even though that she was, she, I mean, she had a bra with an open thing, but you never, you know, never saw it, but I was horny as shit for her. It's the things that you don't get to see that you get. It's, it for. makes your imagination uh, flourish. You're like, look at these jumblies that are banging <laughs> well, down show her, down the road with the. Do they? No, I don't. I don't remember they do. When her and the dean go to bone, don't they? Oh, uh, I don't think they show it. I'm gonna have to watch. We'll have to rewatch it. I'm very horny with her titties. But so he goes her to this breast, place, sorry. and they, you know, they're running the science department. They're running this experiment. For this experiment, they offer the. They say, "Hey, I forgot his name. Shoot, I was going to call him." Bronskin. Brick, uh, Brick Bronski. Brick Bronski. And he's like, you know what? You can do this. And he's like, you know what? Either I go there and it's just a fun experiment or I'll get the best sex I've ever had. He's pumped. So he goes into the room. They blindfolded him and told him not to peek. Then a beautiful woman walks in the room. Victoria. They start doing it and she's pretty hot. Is it, you know, whatever. But as it pans down, as the camera pans down her body, there is one glaring problem. She has a fully functional mouth where her belly button should be. The kisses him on like the belly as they do, which is And teeth in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a whole The little montage was great with all the <clears> different mouths. You've got some eating, got some smoking, you yeah. got some kissing each other. It's it's, it's exactly tra- it's exactly <laughs> trauma. He's it's, like, "Ooh, it's almost like you got a mouth down there." She's giving him a blowjob yeah. and she's kissing him at the same time. You know what? He's like, What's "Oh wrong my with god, that? it's almost like you're giving me a blowjob." <laughs> I'll tell it's you like, what, though. I am giving you a blowjob, but it's would it, with my belly button That's only mouth. weird because 
we're not used to those. We're not right. used to that. Well, of course. I mean, two mouths, though. Who do you got to... Anyway, it's too much. Look, uh, if I had much. a belly button mouth right now, I could be sucking you off while I'm sitting here talking to you about this goddamn movie. You know what? If somebody's sucking me off, though, I don't want to talk to them. Ritzy, you want a like, fucking a blowy from me with my belly button <laughs> blow? I'm all right. And do you care He's about right. it? Do you really care? It's your belly button mouth i don't care it's not your mouth mouth no it's not the one you so talk why would of. you care if it's like oh it's not gonna, vocal cords i'll talk to this guy about motley crew albums in the hallway <laughs> and give him a suck job listen i'm i'm with you man it's your belly button nobody's nobody's it's disagreeing with you here it's a mouth on your belly button anyway um so he's having n- loving loving times with this victoria the dean of the professor interested because victoria and roger seem to actually be making an emotional connection which is weird because the professor is trying to make a subservient form of life, the subhumanoids. Subhumanoid. Yeah, by the way, we got to talk about the theme song. <laughs> it was amazing. The theme song is the best. It explains everything in the movie. We get a look in, uh, you know, in uh, the, uh, the, the, the doctor's dungeon. She's showing the dean everything. A bunch of subhumans, different experiments in the subhumanoids. Basically, um, the point of this whole thing is that she's creating a ton of subhumanoids in an incubus in a what is it called? an incubator, incubator. <laughs> yeah okay sorry no, but it takes them nine months for pu- full pubescence 19 months for fully grown um blah 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 where am i i feel like i totally wrote too many notes but yeah, bottom line the subhuman the well this is like in the first 10 minutes right <laughs> subhumanoids they wanted to, to create a subservient race you know that felt no pain felt no emotion so they could do all the shitty jobs uh the problem is is brick bronsky after that night of passion, has fallen in love. Yeah. So the next day, he was he was aching, but then he found his Victoria cleaning up the shit in the cafeteria. Right. And all of a sudden, a whole new love story begins. The only problem with these subhumanoids is, is that after about I can't remember how much time it was, maybe six months or something like that, they start to melt. They'll just melt, and then they come out with some weird, like furry mad ball that, yeah, that, that comes out of there. That their, guy was the janitor guy was great. Oh, dude, it, and there it was so. I mean, this is who comes up with this ship? Lloyd Coppin, That's the answer. Anyway, there we go. What's going on? We we have this. Basically, that's the story. We got these subhumanoids. We got Tromaville, uh, or sorry, Nuclear Corporation with their nuclear waste stuff like that. Um, we're trying bricks trying to find love in all the wrong places. Uh, will the subhumanoids finally be out of harm to meltdown? Cause that's what the doctor's trying to figure out. Will Nukamama steal the subhumanoids t- to use for their greedy plans? Will giant squirrels destroy trauma tech? <laughs> you got to find out by watching. What'd you guys think of the movie? I think I think it's great because I love trauma movies. Of course, yeah. And all of it is just I think this is the first trauma movie besides Father's Day, which was only distributed by Trauma. Well, we did Mother's Day. We didn't do Father's Day? Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, we, we did Father's Six. Day. Remember Mother's Day with the Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh what's uh, the very end of it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, nope, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's tra- trauma is great it's 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 dumb fun absolutely and i love all of it it's hard not to like any of it really of course when i um so i i had seen toxic avenger when i was much younger Uh and i actually also had an action figure of him oh no kidding that's awesome but there's a cartoon about him besides uh that's probably where i started watching oh shit that's funny um 
but besides Toxic Avenger, I'd never seen anything else by him before. Mm-hmm. So I started watching it, and I at first I was like, "This is dumb," but then I kept watching, and then I was I thought I was so enamored by it by the end. I was like, "Well, I might as well watch three now." Yeah, and so I just immediately watched the third one as well. Do you know what's funny? Is I'm uh, this is something that I've been waiting to say. So I loved Manowar so much. I watched their whole. I mean, I listened to their whole catalog on Spotify. I love this so much that I watched Newcom High parts one, two, and three, and I've already seen Return to Newcom High, but not part two yet because that's I nobody. I'm can gonna find check that out the Return one probably this weekend. Yeah, I hope. Do you have it? I have it downloaded. Yeah. So you need to help me out with that. Hook me up with. It's that. not the second one. Oh, you're just talking uh, Return to Newcom the, High. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have volume that one. one. I've got that one. Yeah. The thing is with this is it is so quintessentially trauma. Yeah. The costumes, everybody's everybody's scantily clad. It's in their fun. It's goofy. It's stupid. It's one-liners. It's the nakedness. The Dean, though, it's, man, I, I, they, did, they did stop it like halfway through, and they actually made, like, broke the fourth wall and yeah. made well, fun of how high-pitched yeah. it was. After that, I think they toned it down for him, but I was about ready to, like, fast-forward through his scenes. It was getting so annoying. There was even one part when you're talking breaking the fourth wall when, when Brick was, he was recording himself. He's like, Lord, get me oh, through yeah. this. And don't don't help me through this. Help me through this. Help me not to make have to make See, any trauma movies that. anymore. Yeah. I, 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 I I was I enjoying I the totally. shit the out of it. Toxic Avenger cameos. Yep, yep. He did. It. They're like, this set. is the wrong movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. It it lasted forever, and he was just going. And please let her live, and let her. And oh my god! And you're just like, I get it, dude. Move on. But it just stayed on him. Yeah. I loved it. As as everything was falling apart behind yeah. him, and he's just kneeling there or whatever. <laughs> no, nah, man. This is you know what the thing is. This I feel like this is kind of a. I mean, quintessential. Like I said, trauma movie. I mean, I've I mean I've seen poultry poultry guys. Sorry, geez. Yeah, I've I was going to ask about that. Is poultry geist? A trauma is film. Am- yes, it's amazing. Is that about like a yeah. chicken? Yeah, I, I, it's about a ch- exactly right. It's it's about like a like a what about slime uh, getting into chicken stuff? Or not people. poultry guys, but uh, uh, the the Thanksgiving thanks, thanks. No, no, thanks killing is not. It's not. No, that is totally very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I really like this movie. Of course. <sighs> The, I mean, the soundtrack, the whole time is kind of upbeat, synthy, uh-huh. you know? I mean, they obviously, they don't take themselves super seriously. Um, whatever. Low budget, cheap, practical effects. Uh, lots of gross out, silliness, comedy, whatever. Oh. Trauma's been around since 1974, by the way. 1974. Jeez. Independent film. You know, it's funny, though, too, because, like, I mean, they, they make their movies. Lloyd Kaufman is, like... Totally known for you know making things very cheap, very quick. He's stuff like been that. in three hundred and ninety three cameo or appearances. In he movies. was even in Father's Day as yeah. yeah I'm not going to say as who. They, I've as never well. I read about that Father's Day. I haven't seen it. It's is it also six, like a um, silly movie though. Is it more serious? No, it's silly. But the thing is, is it was it was only distributed by Troma. But you need to see Father's Day. It it's is amazing. amazing. And it, it shouldn't be under traumas. It should be under Astron. Well, you know it what's funny be- is, and I in in back when it came out, uh, Astron Six was a little bit upset with trauma because of how they treated the distribution or whatever. And they have. I, I mean, that movie should be huge. And do you know what sucks too? Speaking of Astron Six, so they just put out this uh, little web the series. The editor and Father's Day amazing. should be huge. So why is it not trauma? It's different people that. No, made no, no. It? They yeah, Astron Six made it. Trauma distributed it gotcha. instead of gotcha. trauma producing it. 
But Astron Six, who I find, I think are comedic geniuses. They just came out. I agree with uh, this little web series. It's like five episodes, probably oh, a half an hour total. People that do that. Yes, uh, and uh, they put it out. Uh, they put this divorced dad out, but YouTube took it out because they made an offensive joke. But now it's all back on. You need to see divorced dad. It is amazing. It is so Astron Six. Those guys are. They did unbelievable. Have you seen? They Mambo? are. Yeah, I watched Manborg. Dude, I've, I I've saw the making it. of Manborg. It was in their basement behind a green screen. Yeah. That was the whole thing. And you can feel it. And when you watch that movie, you're like, this is as low budget as mm-hmm. can Absolutely. be. But the thing and is, is Father's Day. Father's Day, I feel like, is a genius movie. Yeah, it, I'll check it out. Oh my gosh, it is. It is literally. And the editor. The, well, the only difference between the editor and I love the editor as much as I love Father's Day, but. I don't think that people will get the editor if they've never seen a giallo. Yeah. So you because they kind of riff on the giallo stuff like that. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, but I, I mean, I'm you but know those I, guys are the kings of that kind of. Like you, the, you need to watch the, divorce the, then. The, like the new school of totally of of what uh, trauma's been doing. Forever and do you know what I like is, about those guys too? Is they'll do it. You'll you'll hit on Facebook and I'll hit them up and I'll do this stuff and they'll respond to me. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's like I feel very good about myself when Astron Six is responding to me. Okay, is that fine? Okay. No, that's hilarious. I've got to love you, you. Love trauma films because yeah. they're just dirty and of course and, and nasty and cheap. And right. You can fun tell like a lot and, of um, scenes where they just like change the they change the dialogue so they just dub over it oh of course they don't even care. or they just add voices or sound effects in the background even the person's not even talking right and it's just like as they're walking away yeah, or something yeah so you so you watch part two and part three uh-huh. so apparently you liked it yes i definitely did i thought um the third one i liked more than the second one I thought uh, that was, was a more great funny. one that was a great one um that there was like uh like laugh out loud funny parts you know what's funny is so i'm sitting there watching it and uh, I was talking to Jenny, and she's like, I think Ricky and Shane will both think this is kind of okay, but you love it. And I, I mean, I was, I'm surprised that you like it, Ricky. I mean, it's older than you. I know. I mean, I, don't, I can't remember what you All of trauma is is a cavalcade just of just... It's like a cartoon. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's it's that feeling. It's like you just watch it and you go, no, this is not going to be some spectacular you know what, though? blockbuster. It's a great, <laughs> stupid, fun Good time. But there's been so many people that started in trauma that now, like, uh, what's his name? James Gunn, who's done Slither. He did Guardians of the Galaxy and all that stuff. He started there. And, you know, I I, I mean, I don't know him offhand, but there's been a bunch of actresses, stuff like that, that went on to just do really great things. But they started in trauma. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's amazing. I don't know. That's all I got for this one. There's this one um, joke from number three where um, the reactor's melting and um the what's the the uh, son's name Alvin or something or Elvi yeah something like Alvi. that Alvi anyway he's he goes to the it's scientist. played by Brick Bronsky yes goes to the scientist lady he's like i think i know a way to stop the meltdown let me try she's like you can't you're not qualified but i need to do it you're not qualified. He's like, come on, lady. There's a big crowd. Come on, lady. Come on. She's like, no. And someone's like, let's just kill her. Yeah, let's just kill her. And then she's like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, do, I I feel like number two and number three are just like, the like, like you were the, saying earlier. They're, they're, I mean, the minute the movie starts, it's it's jokes and you of know, course. with the narrator yeah, going, everything. blah, 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 blah. And, oh, yeah, I remember this. And. Let's show you this part. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just goofy, 
fun, uh, I love disgusting, it. good time. I give part one through three a buy because I mean, I already bought them to be honest with you, which yeah, I give it a buy too. I mean, if you can buy this stuff, uh, yeah, you I should buy it. Because I would say buy it only because you might get a lot of the extra features. Oh, I'll and bet stuff. those are amazing. Yeah, too, I can't even it. imagine how cool those would be. I, you know, I have old DVDs of these, and I haven't pulled them out for years and years. I don't think I've ever. I mean, I've seen I've seen part one and two before. I'd mm-hmm. never seen part three before. But no, I mean, but it's Anything been years you can and years. do to support trauma, really, Absolutely. is like buy it. The uh, cover of um, the number three movie. Is it looks like this old video game called Double Dragon, where uh-huh. it's two brothers. Oh yeah, one that's blonde, true. One's a because that's the whole story with yeah, that. And uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Well, I loved it. This is perfect for the Corpse Cast. I feel like I'll come up with a much classier movie next time. Trust me, or maybe not. I never do that. So anyway. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I like a nice classy horror movie. How? I know what we're gonna do next time, but we'll keep the people something waiting. with the uh, wine. I already, and I already know. I already know what we're doing next time. I already know what we're Did doing. You, have you seen Paco Plaza? It's a re- it's a guy who directed Wreck. It's his new movie. Oh my! So God. we'll do that. We'll it's do that next. Wreck It Ralph. It's not Wreck It Ralph. Oh. Anyways, uh, so why don't we do this? Why don't we go back and uh, remind people the question of the episode, which I'm trying to remember right now. Oh yeah, basically call in with your with any movies that have a like a small that are that take place in a tiny little room or something like that that don't have a lot of. Like different places in the show. Yeah, you're you're in. What what's the 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 craziest horror movie that you've seen where it basically takes place in one spot? Location, yeah, absolutely. One location. Call that in three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That's three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Is that all we got? I'm losing my voice. I have allergies Sounds right like now. It. I have allergies in their kids. You got allergies? I just, yeah. I just thought of one. I'll say it when we're done. But I thought of one of the, a movie where it takes a good one that takes place. Save it for the, know, save it for the next it. show, save Ricky. You know what I always say? Save it for later. <laughs> Is that what you always say? I always say that. That's what you, he says with the food stuck in his beard. Yeah. Save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So for the Corpse Cast, we'll catch you guys later. Take it easy. All right.